rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. That was a hairy situation. That's what she said, right? <laughs> I, I'm sorry I'm late to the party. My name is Tara Devlin. I was going to go live at 8. It's a, we're, all, we're only two minutes late. And if you're listening, oh, four. Now it's four. The Something wasn't set up properly. So I hope it's going out. Yes, it looks like it's going out. I see some people in the chat room. Thank you. All right, cool. It's happening. I don't know if it's going out on Facebook, but if it's not, just come to YouTube if you can hear the sound of my voice. Yeah, I. my name is Tara Devlin. We we usually, we have our regular spot on Saturday evenings. That's why what, the weekday specials are a bit more loosey-goosey. So we, we only get together when I can kind of find the time. So I appreciate your flexibility. And uh, I wanted to connect with you guys tonight because of everything that's going on, but also... I don't know. I was kind of feeling a little down in the dumps. I don't. Um, I don't like the winter. I was born in the winter. I hate. I really don't like it. I don't like the the darkness. I don't like the. I guess seasonal affective disorder or whatever that's called. That's what I think it is. I get a little blue, and then everything else that's happening. And I. But I want to say um, thanks to you guys. I got a very. I received a incredibly kind and generous donation with a a note that uh, was basically a lot of things I needed to hear. So I want to thank you, Robert, for your amazing uh, spirit and your the fact that you're in my corner makes makes me keep coming to the table here and and producing these shows. I, I, I believe it's important. So I'm glad that you guys are, yeah, we're in this together. Like I say, we stick together, we win. That's the, that is the theme of not just this show, but that has to be the theme of life, right? No, no human being has ever gotten through life on their own accord alone. That's it. No, there's not. That's why. That's why Republicans. The entire Republican ideology is based in bullshit. We are in this together, and yeah, we will win because we are on the right side of history and humanity. So uh, I think that this show and the the independent liberal media reflects the spirit of that. I also receive uh, a lot of notes in general because I had shared last week that I got a. Some uh, liberal, so some supposed liberal sent me a message that they didn't like my voice. So I got a lot of correspondence to tell me otherwise. So thank you. Anyway, um, yeah, we all need each other. I need you. I don't know. Let me speak for myself. All right. What else was I going to say? There. I mean, if I, I feel bad because I don't want to miss anybody out. So. If uh, I know who else, Dee Freeman has given me a lot of regular donations. I want to thank her, and I'm trying to think who is someone else. Sometimes I get donations through PayPal, so they're one-offs, and I want to uh, you know recognize that as well. 
So please become a patron if you can. It's a, it's just easier. We put everything in the same place. Oh, here comes Tara Jr. Jr. Hello. And Jean. Hello, Jean. I want to say thank you to Jean because she is a regular listener, watcher, supporter. And I feel like I've missed her out a few times when I've done the thank yous. All right. What else? Anybody else need a thank you? Thank you, Haiku. And Ed, I see you in the chat room. And Haiku, I want to thank you for your, your great suggestions that you've sent me in in the an email. And we will we will see these suggestions come to fruition eventually. We will. And Haiku has also offered to be the um, to be a moderator in our chat room. So I will figure that out eventually. <laughs> and he will be a moderator. So. Better behave out there. Yes. All right. So I think we're okay, right? We're streaming. We're streaming out there. We got some audio. Everything working properly. That's what I need to see. Okay, good. What happened was when I went to go online and I started the show, I realized I didn't have the restream set up properly. So there's always so so much, so many little buttons you got to remember. And Oh, come on, man. You see what that cat did? He just took the microphone and moved it away from my face. Hello. So, all right. I'm wearing a shirt from our merchandising store. We also have a merch store. Whatever. Okay. Hello. I don't want to be... I, I feel like a beggar here. I don't want to be a beggar. We're... We... I will keep creating liberal content, and you guys, I know, will meet me halfway as much as... And, and you do. So... Become a patron, become a blah, 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 follow. Oh, the other thing is I got kicked off of Twitter. I don't know. I got locked out. It's really annoying. My real Tara Devlin Twitter account uh, the other day, and I don't know if this, this is not a coincidence. Now, I, I did some research, and I, was, I saw some other articles about people being attacked by bots. And I, I go on Twitter, and there's a lot of bots on Twitter, as we know, that the Russian bots are all over Twitter and Facebook. You could find out if you're dealing with a bot, and it's by okay. Let me just finish that thought by going to Bot Sentinel, BotSentinel.com. That's one of the websites where you can put the handle the into the search engine at Bot Sentinel, and it will tell you what if if that particular handle is a bot or not. I guess I don't know how it figures it out, but. And also, if you go to Bot Sentinel, it will show you what what topics are trending, what accounts are trending, and it will also show the top troll bot accounts. Now, this is for real. They're right now. Uh, the Russians are infl infiltrating this country with a psyops operation using social media, and the dupes uh, in the Republican Party, the right wingers, the Trump anties, they're falling for it. Of course they are. And then they create, as we know, in the 2016 election, they created Facebook pages where they would create actual events in real life. And these idiots would show up to them. But these were funded by the Russian, I don't know what the what agency, but by Russian psyops and... They and the other thing I wonder. Let me do a search here because I I had shown this video of this lady th that 
it, she was informed that this group that she was a part of, they, of course, it's a Trump and Z group, that they, this group that she was a part of was a Russian psyops front trying to influence the, 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 the dumbasses in the, in the Republican Party, the idiots, the useful idiots. Let me see. Um, Russian. I wonder if I don't know if I can find what did I? Because I have like a million videos. I'm not sure what I call this Russian bot. Maybe I don't know. But it, and it was a CNN story, a video where the the reporter went to this lady's house and interviewed her because she was a an admin of this group. So they recruit useful idiots into their agenda. Of course they do. So then they'll create rallies and or things like that and they'll have these these dumbasses basically carrying out the agenda of the of Putin so that's doesn't that make you wonder the, these idiots the, the woman in the story when the CNN reporter told her that she was involved with a group that was funded by Russian intelligence she didn't believe it. She's like, fake news. No, uh-uh. Nope. Nope. You're fake news. Goodbye. Goodbye. And she was like walking away like, I got you. I know you're fake news now. See, I got you right there. Dead to rights. You're fake news. But it was true. And the la- and the and she was walking away into her home. Stuck it. I mean, she might as well have just stuck her fucking head in the sand. And the the reporter was like, you don't want to hear the truth, lady? And she's like, bye. No, that's not true. This is fake news. You are fake news. So good congratulations, um, Trump Anzies. You are destroying the country, as, as, as you have always wanted to do, because you're unfit. You can't handle democracy. You can't handle America. You don't like um, this America thingy. It's not only, it's scary. It's confusing. It's very, it's frightening to live among 320 million diverse people. And how about confronting our true history? You can't do that because you're not mature. You're a child. You know, children, they like to live. They don't want, they don't, everything is black and white. They don't want to be uh, uh, too, too much complex thinking. They, uh, you know, don't want to tell them that there's no Easter Bunny or Tooth Fairy. That uh, no, you know what? You know the when you wake up when your when your tooth falls out and you look under your pillow and there's a a dollar or whatever the hell. I don't know. I got fifty cents when I was a kid. Maybe I got a little more than that, but the that's not the Tooth Fairy. Do you know that? That's actually mommy and daddy. Putting that money under your under your pillow. Do you realize that? That is fake news. You're fake news. I'm not believing that, because well, they have like these are the people we're supposed to believe. This is what they think. They think that they're they have their fingers on the pulse. We're living in uh, we're we're all fake news, right? But they're they're getting their marching orders from QAnon. So they know what's really going on here. It's not Russian bots tell, uh, triggering them and, and sense, you know, making them do things in their real life to carry out the agenda of an anti-democratic foreign dictator. No, it's not that. They, it's just that they love America so much, right? And they know. They really know what's really going on. And Trump, he's just this 
oh, like I showed that picture last week of that woman. Let me see if I still have it handy. Who it's? Did I show this picture now that I'm saying it? I'm wondering if I got to it. Of a woman who was... Oh, yes, I did show it. The the woman, she's standing by her, her minivan, all decked out in stickers that say Trump. This, a, a, some, like making him into some saint. This is their, their story that he left his great life to, here it is. I found it. There it is. Donald is mine, chosen divine. The man who left his great life to be defamed, mocked, ridiculed, humiliated, to serve and protect America? Lady, I, do you do you need a you need medical assistance, honey? Should we call 911? This is what like a stroke in the process, right? Sort of like, do you smell almonds, honey? I mean, what's going on? Stand with him before man, and I will stand with you before my father in heaven. This, these people need to get the F out of this country already and go, just go to Russia. What are you doing here? You can't handle democracy. Secede, frankly. Secede. Take your, your doltard, your international embarrassment, your disgrace, your, and your entire party of sycophants with you. I was trying to find this article before I got on the air. I couldn't find it. Somebody, I was listening to Tom Hartman earlier, and the, someone called in and said, that you, did you hear Matt Getz call Trump boss at a rally? She, he's introduced Trump and said, yes, okay, boss, here you go, boss, whatever the hell he said. Boss? You're, that's your boss? No, honey, you're a co-equal member. You're a member of a co-equal branch of government. He's not your boss, bitch. But they don't know that. That's why Republicans are destroying this country. You know what I mean? I'm not, it's not, I'm not being hyperbolic when I say that. It's the truth. They don't know what it means to be an American. They hate America. They don't like democracy. They never did. And they're off the chart, off the rails. Now, they used to, there used to be a faction in the Republican Party that was this way. Now it's the entire party. So, you know, they're, they are the danger. They're, they're the, the enemies, the domestic enemies that, the found, that we took, that the founders fought a revolution against, that the founders warned us about, that I took an oath, that many, that many people, people who work for government, do not necessarily have to be someone who wears the uniform. You take an oath. You're a civil servant. You take an oath to def- protect and defend this country from the enemies, foreign and domestic. Because this thing is a fragile experiment in, in self-government, self-governance, governance, whatever, government, governance. And I was actually, earlier today, because I, I listened to the great courses a lot, I wish they would sponsor the show because I'm constantly talking about them. Well, why would they sponsor it? Because I'm talking about them for free. But I love The Great Courses, and there's a new course up there on The Great Courses, and it's about the impeachment of Andrew Johnson. And I, yeah, you think you know until you know, right? And listening to, I'm thinking, wow, this is like, this is barely 100, it's 100 plus, uh, not that long ago that this happened, that we had human beings enslaved in this country. And what Andrew Johnson was doing, was it's, it, 
reminded me, of course, I, and this is why they, they have this course up there. Excuse me. Mm. But it reminded me of exactly of what's going on now, what Andrew Johnson was doing, what Lincoln did, being stupid enough to put Andrew Johnson on the ticket, trying to, he's like the, the stupid team of rivals bullshit. That never works. Team of rivals, you don't, you don't progress with with an anchor hanging around your goddamn ankles with a ball and chain. How do you how are you going to get anywhere? Did you see FDR putting goddamn Republicans in his cabinet? No, he was like he reminded the American people whenever he had the chance to the, just exactly who had crashed the economy, who had left them on the bread lines for their greed. And in fact, that's one of his uh, speeches. He was like, um, now I'm hearing, I'm just paraphrasing that. He's like, now I'm hearing that it wasn't a Republican depression that the, the country was, it had to endure for, for the long years that the Republicans did nothing about the problems they created. But it was a Democratic depression because that's what Republicans do. They try to change the narrative for the idiots. Oh, no, it wasn't Republicans that did it. It was Democrats, you see. Right? And so he, what FDR said, well, I rubbed my eyes when I read it. But if I were a, a member of the Republican Party, the last thing I would do and say in mixed company would, well, that's, that's what he said. The last word I would ever say in mixed company, meaning Republicans and Democrats, would be the word depression. So remind the American people constantly who caused the problems. Not a, none of this team of rivals bullshit. Are you kidding me? A team of rivals? It's not a, we're, we're not even a team. What, what team? Oh, who is on the team of the American people? They all say they're on our team. But as we continue to f go lower and the income gap gets wider, yes, we're on the team. Republicans have their team is oligarchy. Their team is funneling more money to the top. But so in this impeachment of Andrew Johnson, I was reading some of the, well, some of the, uh, I wasn't reading it, I was listening to it, but there I was looking up some of the corresponding material that they were ref referencing. And there was, because what happened was, you know, Half a million Americans, more than half a million Americans, including Southerners, right, died in the in the Civil War. And wait, hold, some who's uh, someone's texting me. Okay, and th so all of that, all of those sacrifices were in vain because Andrew Johnson, one big freaking racist. Uh, by a turn of history, got to take the wheels of power, well, the, the reins of power, I guess, at the time, and, uh, and, and stop progress. Now, where would this country be if this monster didn't get into the White House? Because all of those, those, um, those people, those young people, the young people that I see in the, in the cemetery when I ride my bike in Calvary Cemetery, I think of the, I, I sometimes stop by the graves of the Civil War dead. They're they're scattered throughout the cemetery, and I think of these 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 men who gave their lives. Twenty years old, twenty two years old. Some um, Peter Welsh, the the color bearer, the standard bearer of one of the Irish brigades, who joined up purposefully because he believed in the republic 
and gave his life for this thing. He was an immigrant who gave his life for the United States of America, for the Republic. Now, this is a, it's an aberration, and they knew it at the time, because we, at the time, this, it was the grand experiment in liberal democracy. Will this thing that uh, the, the government of, by, and for the people endure? That was the question. And then you had Andrew Johnson get in there and basically roll back progress. He was a stone-cold racist. And it's really disgusting listening to the stories of the of what went on the the terrorism that what the white population in the south inflicted on on the former formerly enslaved people so at uh there were it was a free for all thanks to johnson and he he could give a shit what they were doing the murders the 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 lynchings the the fact that some in some states the the white power structure told the ins- the formerly enslaved people they were enslaved again because the war was over see you were, you were only free during the war now you got to get slaved again you're enslaved and so having no access to information or much less power or me- the mechanisms of in- information what are you going to do and every trick in the book these white motherfuckers these white devils kept the 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 populace enslaved and Johnson was all good with that. I'm trying to find this article now. Here, hold on. But it reminded me of, and that's why people are talking about this this impeachment, because th- it's similar. Bec- and many of the tactics that he employed, including calling for his adversaries, and adversaries that were, that, what were the adversaries? They were trying to actualize the dreams of our of in the promises in our founding documents and they were trying to make sure that the all of the american people who shed their blood and died for the cause of republic did not sacrifice in vain but it doesn't matter all you got to get that's why republicans even though they and at the time yes it was different it was the democrats who were the racists because it was and the republicans were the the progressive party, the progressive antidote to the entrenched democratic power structure. But that's why Republicans are, they, that's, I just have to say that because I can't even tell you if I had, if I had a Patreon supporter for every email I have ever received from a right winger saying, the Democrats were racist, you know, and uh, Lincoln freed the slaves. If you have to go back to 1865, to get something that's not racist coming out of the Republican Party. And they don't seem to understand. It's sort of like, it doesn't matter what, what's, uh, what's in it. It's the name. You know, you can call, a, you can call some uh, dog poo. You call it ice cream, and these idiots will lick it, I suppose, if you, as, long, as long as you label it properly. Label, just label it. I, I mean, really, I guess they're that stupid. Oh, look, at, look at their standard bearer. Look at Twitler. Uh, think about all those people who who sacrificed their lives and then just take it to its conclusion right now with Twitler on the international stage like a big giant toddler with a poopy diaper walking around. Oh, 2%, 2%. He didn't like that, 2%. That's what he was saying about uh, about Trudeau because they, they were everybody was laughing at him. 2%. I told him he needed to pay 2%, 2%. 
Two percent. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this is th is this what we have become? A moron? A giant? Well, we're not morons. The the system is is a moron. Allows a an idiot who received fewer votes to stomp around the world like a giant toddler. And if only it was just him being a giant toddler. He's destroying Earth. He's a danger. But in the Civil War, there was uh, Karl Schurz, who was a German immigrant, when a, who was a progressive. He was in the Republican Party of that day, the Radical Republicans, and went through the South interviewing and gathering information for this filthy, disgusting Johnson, and, well, it was also for the Congress, to see what the hell was going on. What are we going to do about this? But the uh, Reconstruction and the, the decades, the generations of terrorism that ensued, we can trace to the to, right to Johnson and uh, all the compromises this country has had to come to with a bunch of racists. How, how do you compromise with racists? Let me see something here. Hold on. Okay, here's some here's some of the intel that that Karl Schurz, the German immigrant who was who also he served in the, uh, a war in Germany. I can't remember the revolution in Germany in the 18, in the eighteen forties. Then he came to America, and he he served this country. He served the American experiment, and became a I don't know what was he. He was a representative. I mean, he's a real American story. And he, w and he was for the Republic, keeping the Republic and fulfilling the promises that were made in the, and paid for in the blood of over half a million. All right, so here, wait, hold on. Here's some of the, here's some of the things that went on. On July 19th, two freedmen were taken off the, steamster, the steamer called the Commodore Ferrand and tied and hung and then taken down, their heads were cut off, and their bodies thrown in the river. July 11th, two men and a woman off the same boat and threw her in the river. This is how he's writing this. I don't know why. This woman had a coop with some chickens. They threw the chickens in and told her to go to the damned Yankees. The woman was drowned. There are regular patrols posted on the rivers who board some of the boats after the boats leave, they hang, shoot, or drown victims they may find on them. All of those found on the roads or coming down the river are most invariably murdered. Now, this is from the report from the 18... I think it was 1865. Yes, right as the war ended. And I think about... Now, the, the report writes... About two men, two women. A uh, th these were human beings. This this is only w a few of the hundred murders that are committed on the helpless and protected freedmen of the above named counties. Now he went from county to county gathering this information. Let's see at Magnolia Bluff, a freedman named George was ordered out of his cabin to be whipped. He started to run when the men 
three of them set their dogs, five of them, on him. One of the men rode up to George and struck him to the earth with a loaded whip. Two of them dragged him back by his heels while the dogs were lacerating his face and body. They placed a stick across his neck, and and while one stood on it, the others beat him until his life was extinct. Can you believe the disgusting bastards that lived, that we share this, that we, that, that are the ancestors? This is the, when they raise that Confederate flag, this is the heritage. Heritage, not hate, right? Heritage, this is the heritage. About the 1st of May, in Choctaw County, a freedman was hung. And about the same time near the same neighborhood, a planter shot a freedman who was talking to one of his servants and dragged his body into the garden to conceal it. A preacher near Bladden Springs states in the pulpit that the roads of Choctaw County stunk with dead bodies of servants that had fled their masters. The people about Bladden declare that no Negro shall live in the county unless he remains with his master. This is after the war. And because Johnson and the filthy, disgusting racists that infest this country, the white devil bastards needed to keep hold on to power. And they're still holding on. You see what I'm saying? This is the heritage. This is who we are up against. Now, if it were 1865 still, they would be com- committing these atrocities. They're, that's them. They have not evolved. You think that, you, you think I'm kidding? No, no way. These people would, that's who they are. They're cowards. They're disgusting, filthy cowards. This is what somebody, what Twitler would call strong. They're just being tough and strong, like the war criminals he pardons, like the guy who murdered, uh, slices a, a, a prisoner's throat with a homemade blade and then takes his oath of reenlistment with a, a corpse in front of the American flag. You know, heroes, according to Republicans. Yeah, you know, oh, the conservatives. Let's just say conservatives. In Clark, in Clark County, about the 1st of June, a freedman was shot through the heart. His body lies unburied. About the last of May, a planter hung his servant, a woman, in the presence of all the neighborhood. Said, said planter had killed this woman's husband three weeks before. Can you believe this? And this is the American experience of, of some of our fellow Americans. This is their history. And until we face this history, this and we're we, you know we're capable of facing this history. That's the thing. That's the difference between normal people and Republicans and today's Republicans and conservatives. It's the same thing. Conservatives, Republicans. So that's the difference. That a normal, mature human beings capable of functioning in a free democratic society, we're capable of having that this conversation a truth conversation that recognizes the harm, the abuse that were inflicted on our fellow Americans and, the, and, and that it, it, it affects us today. This is what, what we need to come to terms with. Oh, well, I didn't own any slaves. I didn't, all of these people are dead or these are, but that doesn't, that's not an excuse. This is a, in our, 
in our body politic, on our consciousness, in our DNA of the, the country's DNA. And it has to be, we have to come to terms with it and have to rectify it and heal this d- disgusting, rapacious wound. And otherwise, we'll, we will never be the United States. We will ne- and that's, but that's what the Republicans want. You see what I'm saying? That's why they will never... They will never have this conversation. They will never tell their dumbasses to evolve or to look at themselves or to understand that not everybody has the same American experience. And it's, this is equally valid. In fact, more so. This is our racist-ass history that went on, that these are the people that Johnson put back in control of the South. And that's why, and, and by doing so, instead of, uh, he, he pulled the troops out instead of keeping troops there and enforcing these freaks to evolve. He allowed a, uh, a generations-long campaign of terrorism to ensue, and it, that affects everyone to this day. Ugh. Let's see. About the last of April, two women were caught near a certain plantation in Clark County and Hong. Their bodies are still suspended. Well, that was the part of the terrorism. You kept the bodies there. I mean, just think about this. The, this is uh, the strange fruit, right? Southern trees bear strange fruit. Think about walking through these southern towns and what uh, this man describes as the stench of death all around because of the corpses lying in the fields because of the terrorism. That's how you keep people in their place, right? Just you terrorize them. What kind of a what kind of a country is this? How horrible! Uh, To put it mildly, there's really uh, it's there are no words. Thinking about that woman, her husband was hung the three weeks prior. What what were those three weeks like? Waiting for them to come for her. This is a human being that lived in this country. That we that that this needs to be she needs to be remembered, my God. How could we ever atone for this kind of this monstrosity, this this these crimes against humanity? Okay, God. But I uh, this was in the I didn't know about this report until I listened to this great course about the impeachment of Andrew Johnson, and when the report was was presented and it was pre- the way that that Schertz wrote the report was it, as he knew that Johnson was a filthy disgusting racist but he wrote it in a way it, as it was addressed to Johnson himself knowing that he who he was but um if it had no it had no effect on Johnson he could give a shit that what was going on in this country that who, that we had sac- that Americans had sacrificed their lives that that this was a an insult not only to those who were who were being murdered it was an insult to the entire country that they don't see it that way republicans think this is victory the conservatives let's say they think it's this is strong this is how you keep people in their place right yeah you, and then they at by the time they, when somebody gets too uppity, just raise that Confederate flag. Now, this is now we're talking t- today. This is what that's about. 
keeping people in their that when you raise that flag what are you evoking the terrorism the 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 stench of death let's see mr dermot of perry county started with a negro to Selma, having a rope around the Negro's neck. He was seen dragging him that way, but returned home before he could have reached Selma. He did not report at Selma, and the Negro has never since been heard of. The neighbors declared their belief that the Negro was killed by him. Well, you know, that's his property, right? Even though millions, well, half a million Americans died to ensure that he was not that we had no more human property, but, you know, some people, they won't. And when you don't have a leadership that, he, that, is, that, that has a moral core, that, is, that forces your, your dregs to evolve, it's a free-for-all. This is what, that's what's going on in this country today. It's not, I don't know, uh, it's... Obviously, it's not like this to the to the degree. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but the the immoral it's not leadership, whatever the immoral north star of these idiots, allowing them to just let their freak flag out of the closet, let their racism fly, let their ignorance all over parade it down the main street. With no, that, without a sense of shame, we need to put these, these idiots back in their place. That's what they're afraid of. It's always, you always got to hear about that when you hear Republicans, when you hear these conservatives like, oh, you think you're, you're elite, you're better than me, you think you're smarter than me. Yeah, goddamn right. That's why we, I mean, you don't give, you don't allow kids to drive cars. They have to pass a road test. They have to, you have to, they have to be a certain level of maturity. Why not? But not for running the country. You can't, you don't have to be a certain level of maturity there. As long as you could just talk about, uh, give somebody a nickname, like like a big baby. Well, anyway. Uh, I'm taking a sip. Hold on. All right. Well, the other thing, yeah. Thank you, Daniel, on the on the chat. Andrew Johnson betrayed the U.S. Of course, I'm surprised that Trump doesn't have his picture hanging up in the White House. I know he has. Uh, who does he have? Jackson, the Trail of Tears guys guy. That's his man. Well, he's gonna he's gonna. It's going to campaign with a war criminal, so. I mean, I, th- it really hurts my heart when I read these stories, honestly. I think about because these are human beings. This, it's, of course, this, in the, the light of history, it feels we're, we're far removed, but we're not. These are human beings that lived, that wanted to live, that did nothing to deserve what they, the, the treatment in fact, they, the people who were abusing them should have had nothing but respect for them. They rode these people to the bank constantly, incessantly. That was, the, that was the, the economic engine of the South. But, you know, we have to evolve and continue to. 
despite them. We, and we will continue to evolve. And that's just the way it is. Despite them. You have to put these assholes in their place and never apologize for being a normal person on the right side of history and humanity. We, we, we take the moral high ground because we earned it. We belong there. Not these idiots who look at a con man, a filthy racist con man, and call him boss. Like a crime family. They're disgusting. They have no shame. And as they, they go around calling themselves lovers of Jesus? Give me a break. So anyway, the stupid effing Republicans with, um, of course, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the impeachment hearings. And I, it's, it's fascinating that it doesn't matter. It's what what Twitler does. It's clear they don't care. They do not care. They lo- they want their con man. They like what they're getting. They like the return on investment. It doesn't matter how he is denigrating the country, denigrating Earth, how he's dragging us. I mean, that's what they like. I you how he's destroying Earth, how he's destroying democracy, how he's making it harder for people to vote, how he's. Uh, yeah, we can go on and on. That is, that's not a bug in the Republican plan. That is the feature. They don't care at this point. They want a king. It doesn't matter what he does. When you, when they, you have a representative look at the president and say, okay, boss, then, we're, then that, that, that's case in point. These Republicans are off the rails. That's not your boss, bitch. We're your boss. The Constitution is your boss. Not that these people would know anything about it. I can't stand them. When I watch the hearings, they're like, "Did you you gave to a Democratic candidate?" This, and they're they're assaulting the 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 professors from the, oh you're from an elite college, Stanford or whatever. And uh, but like we're supposed to all be a bunch of dumbasses, a bunch of doltards, right? I thought that Trump was from an elite college. For some reason, he doesn't know where to put the apostrophe in Y-O-U-R-E. He doesn't know which one to use. He's from such an elite college. I think he needs his money back. Disgusting. The best he can come up with is uh, sleepy Joe Biden and crazy Bernie. I mean, uh, what? uh, Come on. You know what I mean? Uh, sometimes I just want to knock my head into the wall. Like, where am I? Or, uh, or really, other times I'm like, get me out of here. When, when, where is the line where I'm going to be like, all right, that's it. Good night. Pack, 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 and start packing my shit and getting the F out of this country. And if you're a right winger, winger listening, do, do me a favor. Send me a donation. I'll go. Do a GoFundMe. In between, with uh, set up. I know you have one for your diabetes medicine, so get me one. For, get me one for me to get the hell out of here. Then, disgusting. Yeah, we're supposed. It's like the um, the triumph of the morons or something. We're not supposed to venerate intellectual people or somebody who p- people who know what the hell they're doing, or people who trained and read things and understood and learned and went to college and read a lot of books. No, uh, you just got to know it in your gut, right? Just like those in 1865, knew in their gut 
you know, when they don't see those Negroes, you got to throw them in the water until they uh, drown them because you don't want them getting too uppity. They got to know their place. <sighs> they suck, these Republicans. I hate them. So, okay, in the hearings, one of the things I want to talk about, a couple of things, were, let's see. Well, you saw that lady. It's the faux outrage. The the woman from the hearing, like, what's her name? Uh, Pamela Carlin mentioned Barron. I'll, I'll play Barron Trump. Oh, my God. God forbid, right? They're so fragile, Republicans. Let me play for, I'll play the clip for those who haven't heard it yet. Kings could do no wrong because the king's word was law. And contrary to what uh, President Trump has said, Article 2 does not have, give him the power to do anything he wants. And I'll just give you one example that shows you the difference between him and a king, which is the Constitution says there can be no titles of nobility. So while the president can name his son Baron, he can't make him a Baron. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay, well, that was a bridge too far for Republicans. They lost their faux outraged minds. So Republic it was and to the point where Republican it's Republicans dragging Baron. Give me a break. It was not it's they said okay, let me just play uh, the response from that filthy faux Christian, I guess, I mean, I don't know if he's a faux Christian. Yeah, I guess he is. The one who calls his, his wife mother. Um, <laughs> of course I know. It's, my, it's, uh, it's Pence. This partisan impeachment inquiry. I mean, what Democrats in Congress are doing with this partisan impeachment is a disgrace. Yeah, yeah, man. Listen to the, the, the idiots in the audience. That's what always gets me. It's not just the freaks like Pence. I, I can't get why anybody would applaud, but he, let's just go on. That's what makes me depressed. I mean, I'm like, the, what? Who's applauding? And I don't know if you heard this yet, but I just heard backstage. The impeachment hearings today reached a new low. Oh, so low. You're oh, no. I just heard that at the hearing today, one of the Democrats' witnesses actually used the president and first lady's 13-year-old son what? to justify their partisan impeachment. Oh. oh, the humanity. Democrats should be ashamed. Wow. Enough is enough. Are you serious? This Look at that faux outrage. impeachment should end and Congress should get back to work on the issues that matter to the American people. Look at his face. The, the, does, do they have any shame? That's the question uh, I need to, I need to understand. Do Republicans have any shame? Where They know they're full of shit. They know that it's not, it was nothing to get upset about. And, of course, he didn't put it in context because what's the fucking big deal? So Trump can name his son, her, making, a, making an example or making, a, to illustrate, Trump may be able to name his son Baron, but he can't appoint him a Baron. Okay, whoopee fucking doopy. What is so horrible? Meanwhile, they're, they're, not, they're outraged about that, but they're... Kicking how many people? 700,000 Americans off of food stamps? So uh, that's a ripple effect. 
So those who have to go hungry, they're not spending money in your local grocery store. They're not spending money in wherever, you know, they're not stimulating the economy because every dollar we put into public assistance returns a dollar sixty into the economy. But they don't give a shit because he's not, you're not, those who need food assistance, they're old or they're, they're on their, on hard luck or who knows the stories. But if you fall through the cracks, who gives a shit? Go die. Go, go. I mean, you should better luck being born on third base thinking you hit a triple. That's, uh, I mean, this is what the Republican Christians, they need you to starve so you could fucking see Jesus quicker. And that they love Jesus so much, they need you to starve. I, I hate these people. They want you to starve because I guess you'll die of malnutrition or whatever, or, or despair, diseases, diseases of, uh, of, well, they call it death by despair. In the United States, death by despair is, is on the, let me just I get the exact stats, but death by despair is going through the roof. Of course it's death by despair. You want to turn on Fox News and you'll have death by despair. Unfortunately, the ones who are who are afflicted with death by the spare, they still keep going on. I mean, they're the ones who inflicting it on the rest of us. <sighs> death by despair. Let me see. Millennials dying of death by despair. There is a marked uptick in so-called death by despair. Those involving drugs, alcohol, or suicide among millennials over the last decade, according to a new report. Let's see. Drug, alcohol, and suicide deaths have risen in nearly every age group over the last decade. And this is an article written in 2019, this year, by Jamie Ducart. Yeah, whatever. I can't, you know me. And names do 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 charm do charm. Sorry, Jamie. He has an he has a Twitter account. My my account is locked for some fucking reason. Oh, did I explain why? I think what happened was I go on Twitter. I was on Twitter and I was on the Breitbart. I saw something that Breitbart wrote or Bright the Breitbart page. Something fucking stupid and a lie, of course, right out of Putin's playbook. So I wrote back, you you know, oh, well, all the bots. Because all I got to do is go to Bot Sentinel and then you look up the... Because that's how you know. When you go on the on Twitter and all and all of a sudden, whatever it is, a something from the White House, some fucking right-wing stupidity, the, and someone will jump in like, I love my president. And there'll be flags all over the emoji flags. And there'll be pictures of Trump all over the Twitter feed. I usually go in and check to see if that's a bot. And I'm telling you 99.9% of the times it is a bot. So I was like, yes, all the bots seem to appreciate Twitter. And isn't it funny how the, how, how, Republicans need so much help from anti-democratic foreign dictators. And next thing you know, my account was locked. And I think I got attacked by the bots. That's what I think happened. Like, I think they tried to compromise my account. And Twitter, for whatever reason, the algorithm shut it down. And because when I go on it, it says, 
you need to confirm your email. So it seems like someone tried to get into it, and I tried to get my fucking email confirmed, and but the email never comes. The, the verification email, and then I changed the email, and it doesn't come to the new email, and then I asked for a text, and the text didn't come. So something is up, and then now we're going on four days. So I'm pissed off about it. I'm really annoyed because I don't have a lot of followers. I have I have a couple of thousand, maybe 5,000, which took years to get. So it's annoying. And why is it locked? I didn't do anything. I mean, Richard Spencer still has an account. David Duke's account is alive and well. But then that's what I read. I read that bots will attack you. And, of course, they'll attack me because I'm constantly calling them out. So all they got to do is set some kind of whatever and let it rip. And that's what happened, I believe. They tried to, it's some kind of, you know, code that they write and it constantly tries to unlock my account. And then Twitter shuts the account down because it's being compromised. It's like an automatic thing. But, and then when you contact Twitter, they... You, nobody ever, you can never talk to anybody. So you just get, you go on around and around and around and around. So I, I'm so irritated. Somebody needs to uh, fix this. <laughs> Please fix this, goddammit. I'm like, how many, how many days? This is like four days now. So we're going on four days. What does it take? Unlock my effing account. It's, I'm being attacked by bots. Somebody. I'm choking, too, now. Now I'm choking. Great. (laughs) If I open a new account, then I lose all my followers from my old account. I can open a new... I've been using the RDT Daily account, but I'm afraid that... What if if they attack that account? So I'm, I'm, I'm very... I'm walking around. See, that's... I'm being intimidated by them. I don't want to... I don't want to deal with it. Until they open my other account. I want my account back. God damn it. Why does, why does Richard Spencer's have an account? He still has an account. Do something, Twitter. Come on, man. That's what sucks about these social media companies. It's so annoying. They, there's no person. You can never talk to anybody. And then they shut you down. And you're, you can never get any help. And they send you on a runaround. That's why you set down. You sit down to do something, and it's like the whole day is gone, because you're in a you're you're going around in circles, getting nowhere. Uh, with YouTube, remember when I was having all this problem with with YouTube? I couldn't get on. There was no help. You know, you just got you're stumbling through. And then they change something, and then next thing, everything's unlinked, and uh, we were having so many problems. It's so annoying. And on top of that, I got to live in this fucking country. You know what I'm saying? If I was in a different, if I was in Ireland right now, my, my ancestral home land, I would be maybe a lot happier. I would, I would go, I'd look across the water and say, thank God I don't live in that fucking mad, armed madhouse. I'd be like, thank God. I go to the doctor. I can go to the doctor when I'm sick. If I if I need help, there's a social safety net. Not everybody's an asshole. I don't have to share the same air with racists. Well, of course, racists are everywhere. But 
they're not leading the country, right? In a functioning republic, you don't have a fucking racist asshole who, who says General Lee was a great general, you scumbag. Are you kidding me? And talks about, oh, our heritage, our heritage of murder and systematic terror, our heritage of spitting on the graves of the soldiers who gave their lives for this country metaphoric, literally and figuratively. And then there's a story in, in the Great Courses lecture, the one of the, this is, this Johnson character was a scumbag like Trump. So one of the normal people went to see him and said, talk about, to talk about the, the, the fucking shit that was going on in the South, the terrorism, the, and how reconstruction wasn't happening and how the white devils were getting away with their bullshit uh, that caused the goddamn country to be, be torn apart to begin with. And he didn't give a shit. So um, the guy put his hat on the table the, as they were talking, and when he went to go put his hat back on, he realized that Johnson had, u- had used his hat as a spittoon because that's who they are. They're filthy filthy freaks who hate life. They are everything that we need to leave in the dustbin of history. Even at the time, you don't, I mean, you don't give people like that power if you want a decent world. You, those are the people that you, you, you keep them, you know, out of harm's way and out of the way to do harm. But you don't put these people in charge. Like Lincoln, what the hell was wrong with Lincoln putting that racist asshole in charge? Or making him vice president? Why give him power? Are, you, are, are we are stupid people? Are, 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 is it just that those who have a sense of morality, are they, can't, they just can't imagine other people being dis, uh, disgusting racist scumbags or something? I don't know. They can't imagine. It's like we all do that thing where we it's psychological projection. That's why sociopaths and narcissists like like Trump, like malignant narcissists, get away with their shit because people can't we we can't imagine others not having emotions and like con men who go around and they they make a living or whatever like having Oh, bilking people of money, right? And we, they prey on people's, they, they prey on people's sympathies and they get into your emotions because we don't imagine though how, because we're normal people, sane people, decent people can't imagine that there's someone who could live like that. We do that. We project our stuff on, on other people. So that's why Trump, he's, I mean, he's such a, he's such a, you don't have to be, um, you don't really have to be Sigmund Freud or Carl Jung to unpack him. He's like, he's a moron. So he's greed centered and he's a, he's a thin skinned narcissist. So when he called, which was fascinating, he called Adam Schiff a sick man and uh, that he it goes back to childhood or whatever. He, uh, he was clearly talking about himself. So, but that's Trump. He projects all of, it, all of his inadequacies or whatever. He knows we know that he's a fraud. And the entire world 
knows it too. We, we know. I mean, what an embarrassment. Think about that. How embarrassing it is to have a freak like him representing this country. The red, white, and blue. Are you serious? But that's what we get. That is what we get for not having the courage to have a, a confrontation with our, with our history, for embracing our history. We, that, that history, that, that um, shirts, the shirts report from, from, the eight, from 1865. Carl, was it, is it Carl? Yes. Um, that report should be required reading in every, in every high school. Instead of um, this, you know, this whitewash, sanitized U.S. history, USA, USA, USA. I mean, give me a break. But that's what would happen with when if we read that report. That's what these idiots would stand up and say: USA, USA, USA. Uh, stick their freaking fingers in their ears like toddlers. No, don't tell me there's no tooth fairy. I'm too. I'm too baby. I'm a baby. I can't handle it. I'm too much of a boo-boo. And they are boo-boos. But they're not cute at all. And they never grow up. That's the thing. Toddlers, you can't insult them. I feel bad. I'm not, I'm not trying to insult them. Toddlers grow up. They're stages of development. Not for Republicans, though. They, they're stunted. And that's the way they like it. And that's the, what they think is their birthright. To be racist assholes as, from uh, sunup to sundown and every hour in between. That's their American birthright. That's their American dream. Call someone, someone the N-word. They're free. Without some, you know, without some liberal, some liberal bee telling them, hey, hey, evolve, you child. But anyway, so let me, here's this other article. Oh, the other thing with this barren thing. That, when I saw that, I was like, I'm, it's, it's so exhausting. That's how I feel when I see that tweet. Obviously, the, so the woman who, who mentioned Barron in her example, yeah, he can maim his son Barron, but he cannot appoint a Barron. Okay, whatever. That's, it's, it's not, he's not, she's not ridiculing him. She's making an example. It's for the dum-dums who are in the Republican Party, for the, for the doltards. So, okay. Check, got it, got it, professor. But of course, Melania, trophy wife number three, and all, and the faux Christian mommy lover, Pence, went off like, oh, my fragile snowflake fascist heart is, is offended. Can you believe what the, that these Democrats have hit a new low. They mentioned Barron. I mean, maybe the woman should have called Barron the White House dog. That's what they, they, they said about Chelsea Clinton when she was a teenager. She was, uh, you know, I, we had to endure the Republicans and they're, you know, going off on uh, Chelsea Clinton, calling her names as she was in her development years. There's still a bunch of scumbags. So, oh, but Barron, so fragile. Why didn't why didn't Twitler bring him to the goddamn baseball game, the World Series, right? Oh, poor little Barron. He was 
She, they mentioned his name. Oh no, we should never mention. What is he, Candyman? We can't. We can't say his name three times in a mirror, or friggin' Twitler will appear. Don't mention Baron T- Trump. What a shit! Oh, they have hit a new low. Really? Isn't it? I think it's a little bit more of a new low. It's not even a new low. It's the same old low. When you're sh- ripping babies from the arms of their mothers, you scumbag. Seventy thousand children being separated from their parents that's a that's not a new low that's the same old low how about the um the whole thing with food stamps you you fake christian fascists even well the nazis walked around their belt buckle buckles they said got mit uns god is with us so they're all these fascists they all they have the same characteristics of course they do it's the same thing, like any disease. It has a disease pro- profile. It shares the same things. Same faux Christian, uh, what is it, nationalism, a misogyny, racism, the attacking the, the minority group du jour, uh, elitism, intellectualism is is vilified. I mean, this is off the top of my head. I know there's the the list of 15 characteristics of fascism. Uh, yeah, they got it, and they're looking up to this uh, charismatic leader. Are you serious? Well, that's the thing. Like they that's don't they have any shame? Republicans, you're you're not looking up to somebody who is is someone special. You're looking up to the same old con man. You know what I mean? He's nothing. There's nothing special about Trump. He is the oldest grifter in the book. We've seen this con game before. I mean, what has he ever done? He's not an innovator. Oh, two percent, two percent. I told, I told Justin Trudeau that I he's got to pay up. Well, that's why when so the world leaders when when Twitler went to NATO, he wanted to he wants to look like he's a big man, you know, with our tax dollars. He's walking around like the like the big gorilla, the the, the what do they call that? The uh, alpha gorilla? I don't know. The alpha gorilla? I guess he is. That's what he thinks he is. But he's so outplayed by everyone. Because he's greed centered. That's why when you go through security clearance, one of the things they they look at is your finances. Are you a compromised little greedy little fucker that can be manipulated? Of course, and that's Twitler. He couldn't pass a security clearance. Are you serious? No way. But where is that? What was I going to... Oh, yeah. Here's... Because uh, some of the world leaders, Justin Trudeau, who else? Uh, well, Boris Johnson... All the people, I mean, he's a buffoon, too. And he, the buffoon, he's not as much as uh, of a buffoon as Donald Trump. That's the thing. So the, the buffoon is not, I mean, he's not really a buffoon. That's the thing with, with uh, well, of course, he's a, he tries to be a buffoon with that stupid hair, Boris Johnson. He's someone that would be, it's like if Trump had intelligence. He's a a classicist. He know he's read a book in his life. He he knows how to where to put uh the T O O or T W O. But so him and M- Macron and uh I don't know, Princess Anne and someone else. 
were laughing, laughing at Twitler. Of course, what that's what you do when you're a normal person. Only morons look to that idiot as their leader. The the one with the multi-level marketing vitamin scam and the failed casinos and the bankruptcies and the fake invoices. Yeah, that's my leader. That's my guy. The one who grabbing pussies and do- draft dodging and tax cheating. The one who had to be put on an allowance by the banks because he couldn't pay his bills. The one who stiffed his workers. That guy. Yeah, the one, the innovator. The stupid asshole who played a successful businessman on reality television. Despite the fact that he wasn't a successful businessman. So Trudeau, and I guess it hurt a little fragile snowflake's feelings when he found out that his buddy Trudeau... They, uh, they know. Not, nobody likes Trump. No one likes him. And when he finally leaves the, the Oval Office, ignobly, hopefully, as ignobly as, as he has left every other, dis- every other business that he's bankrupted in his wake, no one will take his calls. Are you kidding me? He, he's a pariah. You think that he'll be like, hey, Justin, let's hang out. Like uh, the like, people want to hang out with Obama now and, and, and Hillary Clinton. No, 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 honey. Or Donald Trump Jr., you better get a house in Tennessee, honey. Get out because you're a pariah. New York hates your guts. Everywhere they go, they will be booed, and rightfully so. That's how you, that's how you act when you're confronted with a fascist and a racist asshole. That has no business being in any hall of power. Not, I mean, despite, he, re, he received fewer votes. He's got no business representing this country. But so, Twitler was asked about it. I'll just play it. He's too fast. Do you think that Germany's too... Wah, wah. You know, Trudeau, he's two-faced. Like 2%, right? He's got two faces, and I want 2%. It's, I can count. One, two. I'm a, I'm a smart. I'm smarts. And honestly, with Trudeau, he's a nice guy. I, I find him to be a... He's two-faced, but he's a nice guy. But he's, he's embarrassed. Nice That's what guy, but, you know, the truth is that uh, I called him out on the fact that he's not paying 2%, <laughs> and I guess he's not very happy. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure he was so hurt. That's what a mature, normal adult. He said, I need 2%. <laughs> I'm just like him. That's what he, that's what Twitler believes. He is such a narcissist. He thinks that Trudeau, oh, he called me out at 2%, that he's a, an infantile child, emotionally stunted, nor, um, a uh, emotionally stunted child. That's what he thinks Trudeau is, just like Twitler. These Republicans, that's what they do. They project their manias on everyone else. Just, just like when they go, when they went after the professors of, the, of constitutional law during the hearing. Oh, did you give money to Hillary Clinton? You gave money to Barack Obama. You, you said this about Twitler. You said that. Like, as if, and even with Strzok and Page and all, everyone else. Oh, they're all out to get us, right? You're a Democrat, right? You gave money to this or you believe that as if we, anybody gives a shit like they'll go because that's what they will do. You see what I'm saying? They are completely politically motivated. 
because they don't they have no they they are immoral and that's how a crime family operates whereas democrats so what it's we're not impeaching twitler because we don't like him it has nothing to do with that yes i hate his freaking filthy disgusting con man greedy grifter guts tax cheating draft dodging sexual predator guts dictator envying guts we all any normal person hates them hates him anyone who is a center a moral core an understanding or an ability to not uh, be a fox news victim understands what a disgusting human being waste of human dna he is but if he was going about his business being president and doing a decent job and not using taxpayer money to threaten a foreign to to use taxpayer money to to threaten another government in a hot war against an autocrat and, and expecting and uh well not just expecting but promise the aid that the congress the representatives of the people um that hold the purse strings that congress is um you know, giving to this country that is a fledgling democracy against an autocrat, um, that's not his money. That's not Twitler's money to play with. But he doesn't see it that way. But if he wasn't, it's, it's the crimes is what I'm trying to say in a, in a long way. It's not that we hate him. It's not that he's a dr- draft-dodging, tax-cheating, dictator-envying, con man grifter emotionally stunted child it's that he is committing crimes using taxpayer money like it's his own personal piggy bank for his for his stinking election campaign you don't do that that's a crime and that's not and that's just one of many it's not oh do you hate do you hate donald trump i'll, I'll get to that in a second but here's here, here's twitler you were there a couple of you were there and uh, he's not paying two percent, and he should be paying two percent. It's Canada; they have money, and they should be it's paying two like, percent. So I you, called him out of that, and I'm sure he wasn't happy about it. But that's the way it is. Look, yeah, I'm, re- I'm not happy. So that's why I'm going to go and be. I'm going to say a mean thing. I'm going to call him Orange Man, <laughs> little Orange Rocket Man with the with the Mario Kart looking penis. Yeah, oh, like as if he has the goddamn emotionally stunted mentality that's what he i mean what is this are we in junior high school it's it's such a disgrace to earth presenting the u.s and he should be paying more than he's paying he understands it so i can imagine i can imagine he's not that happy but that's the way it is Oh, yeah, that's the way it is, because you're such a great businessman. You're out there making deals. Everyone's laughing at you. You're making... And so he had, a, he had to run home. He had to... Because all of the world leaders were laughing at him. I, I don't know if you guys saw, you probably did, with the queen, who had to shake this filthy fascist hands, had to... I mean, the God love her. Uh poor thing she's i mean hasn't she suffered she's 90 something years old that she had how many times did she have to meet him how much can one woman take for christ's sakes and that uh, what's her name the daughter princess anne wouldn't obviously doesn't like him 
I don't know if you saw that video where the queen was looking at Princess Anne like, hey, um, if I got to shake this son, son of a bitch's hand, you, sh- you got it too. And she was like, uh-uh. I ain't going over there and touching that skeevy scumbag. I mean, I'm just, that's what it looked like to me. I'm just speculating, but that was the conversation. I don't care if this is an order from my queen. I ain't touching that, I ain't touching that disgusting, dictator-envying, ugh, grifter. That filthy fascist. No way. So, yeah, why would you, I mean, any, that's the normal reaction of a, of a normal, emotionally stable adult. You're like, uh-uh, I'm not touching that. It's like, you, you don't want to touch something disgusting. No, get it, you're like, get it out of here. When you have, if there's something disgusting, you want to get rid of it. That's why you have a toilet or whatever, you know, you keep your, your disgusting things, you get rid of them as quickly as possible. You're like, uh-uh, you're not touching it. I don't want to touch that thing. Who wants to touch that? Ugh. I mean, really, does Melania want to touch it? No. No, she doesn't. That's why I told you that story. This is obviously gossip, but I worked with someone when the uh, when the uh, the Access Hollywood tape came out. A friend of mine, we were discussing this. And, of course, at the time, there was still hope that Twitler wouldn't be elected. It was closer to the election, and everybody just assumed that Hillary Clinton was going to walk away with it. But, I mean, she really did, too, though. That's the other thing. She received the most votes, but whatever. And, um, anyway, when the Access Hollywood tape came out, uh, this friend of mine who I work with was like, Oh, yeah, it's true. She was. She said that her friend, of course, so this is like one of those stories, a friend of a friend, whatever, said that, okay, she knows this woman. Her, this woman is rich, okay? Um, so they know each other from, from uh, what do you call it, from a sorority in, high, in uh, college. And they still kept in touch, but this woman was one of, from one of the rich families of, of New York. And... The woman said that she often, not often, but on occasion, would socialize with Twitler and Trophy Wife number three. This was before he, he was Twitler. So anyway, she said that one time they were out and Twitler, uh, all of a sudden, whatever happened, like the husband went to the bathroom, the uh, Trophy Wife number three left the room, whatever, and she was alone in the room with Twitler. And he, without warning, pushed her against the wall and started groping her. And she was like, get the fuck off me and pushed him away. And at that time, trophy wife number three walks in the room. See, of course, she sees the what's what happened. She sees this the end of this and she doesn't say anything. She doesn't give a shit. She just goes on about whatever, like as if nothing ever happened. Because why does she care? She she would rather him grope someone else. And in fact, that's what this woman said to my friend, saying that she said that they she is 100% aware. T- uh, trophy wife number three knows exactly who he is, and she doesn't give a shit. She has her son. She likes her son. Of course, she loves her son, whatever. I, if she's capable of love, I suppose. Who the fuck knows? Um, but 
uh, she doesn't care. That's it. Go. Go grope someone else. Get out of here. Leave me alone. So that's what, uh, and another, I told you another story about, this is, I mean, I've told these stories. These are my only, I, don't, I never had any direct contact with that asshole. But a lot of people in New York, because we, we know him here. He's, he's never been more than a clown here. A, a disco prowler. Someone walking around, a creep. He's always been just some lowbrow little grifter with his schemes. He's no one, uh, and with any legitimacy, has ever looked up to him and been like, "Oh, we need the the businessmen of New York and the or the business people of New York here at this very important meeting. We got to get Trump involved. Trump, no way. It's he's." always been a hanger on someone tr crashing the party trying to get in trying to get in the picture and there's a the, the lady who cuts my hair i think i told the story but i'll tell it again whatever the lady who cuts my hair she also cuts the hair of another woman who is in a charity runs it not runs it but part of works for a charity a very big charity and every year they have a, a big dinner for all their top donors like people who give a lot of money and anyway, so Twitler, before he was Twitler, he finagles his way into this crowd, into the end of the year dinner for what I guess, you know, okay, got a ticket. And when it comes end of the night, they do the commemorative photo. All of the donors get up on stage. Guess who goes up on stage with them? Twitler. But he hasn't donated a single goddamn dime. That's what he does. He has absolutely no shame. It's a con game. That is a, that is a confidence game. A grifter. Like any grifter who goes around saying, I'm the son of Tracy Morgan. Remember that? There was, there's a guy running around. There was a guy. I'm sure he's still alive. But running around New York saying he was the son of Tracy Morgan. And the comedian. And, and people were giving him things and... That's how, that's how it happens. And you start borrowing money and you and end up getting into people's good graces and they think that you're this rich whatever. And what it, what it is is you're a con man. And that's Twitler. So, oh, I'm a charitable businessman. I'm an entrepreneur. No, you're not. You're a multi-level marketing failure. You had a vitamin scheme where you had to piss in a cup marked with Trump and send off to some, some uh, sham lab where they sent you non-FDA-approved vitamins that were probably made in China. That's who Twitler is. I mean, so many failed businesses. Everything that Twitler touched failed. And it, it, nothing innovative. He wasn't out there like... Uh, changing the paradigm or anything he was coming up with another scam like 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 ivanka oh uh i'm gonna make uh sweatshops i'm gonna make a chinese shit some crap that uh that is comes from designs like some shoes that somebody else did better they uh, everything they do is a scam they're so they're such they're so transparent and also 
like even with their stupid businesses i mean their their um buildings what they don't even build the buildings they they put their names on the goddamn building and now they're coming down anybody i don't know why why would anybody want his effing name on their building you know what i mean what do they get out of it i want a name of this buffoon on my building and they're all coming down all over New York. People are like, they, they were, his name was on like some co-ops or whatever. And people are like, get this fucking name off this wall here. I cannot live here. I have to, I have some dignity. I have some standards. So co-op boards all over New York City voting, get rid of this disgusting, these, these letters that mean the, that mean that they all add up to that giant buffoon. And that's not. I, and as I said, I wish it was. I wish he was just a buffoon and not a danger to life on Earth. Two <sighs> percent, though. Two percent. I can count one, two. You owe us two, as if that's the whole business of NATO. You got your two percent. You got your two percent. You know, it's all about. Um, yeah, it has no idea why there's a NATO. Why we all these these countries band together so we don't have to endure another world war that kills 55 million goddamn human beings you filthy disgusting draft dodger twitler oh god i mean really two percent hey he's not so happy i need my two percent you got your two percent where's your vig you got your vig what a filthy ugh He's a he's really an insult to mobsters too cuz he's not a mobster. You know what I mean? He mobsters had standards. Right? Like the I don't know, mob, I know some I knew some people in the mob. I got to tell you that. When I was on I lived on Staten Island. I I grew up there. I was born in Brooklyn, lived on Staten Island. I had a friend and lost touch with her this was many years ago when I first got clean on Staten Island, meaning stopped using drugs. I went to, started going to a community of, you know what I'm saying, recovering people where people go meet and have talking about things. They have some talking. And uh, I've, a friend of mine was also in recovery, and she was from a mob family. She was a, she was a very le- a butch lesbian, like a man. She looked like a guy. Okay, like for real. And but she also like was amazing, like women all over town. I'm telling you, I don't know what she did or had, but she was breaking up marriages all up and down the East Coast. But she was also her family was were connected. And when when that show, The Sopranos came out, I remember watching it and being like, oh, yeah. That's so true. That's so real. All, all what I saw from the outside. I mean, obviously, I was just a visitor going in and out of the house on occasion. But she, uh, but I, re- I went into the house, very nice house, you know, in Staten Island. And there, her brother-in-law was someone that was put away by Sammy the Bull. Let's put it that way. So she had a lot of stories. And... Um, I went into the house once, and Sammy the Blue was on TV, and they were all sitting around going, you rat, you filthy rat, right? So, And she told me a bunch of stories about uh, all her uncles all over town, and 
they were she would go when she needed money she'd be like uncle go to this uncle that uncle they'd just be peeling off money i'd be like god damn why why wasn't i in the mob but anyway i I got there's some more stories i could tell you about that funny stories oh like but they're not my my stories well one time she told me i'll tell you a story since i don't want to frustrate you because you'll be like you told me you'll tell me a story you know but it's not really my story. That's why it's her story. But she told it to me. Anyway, she was saying that. So down in the Lower East Side, back in the day, when now the streets back in the day of the Lower East Side were filled. It was like Disneyland for drug addicts down there, right? There were a lot of drugs on the just out in the open. And anyway, she went down to Lower East Side and she was going to buy some drugs. And she got robbed, right? So somebody took her money. They took her chain off her neck. And she went to the payphone. This is when there were no cell phones at the time. And she called up one of her uncles. And she said, Uncle, I'm down here on the Avenue A. And I just got robbed. And the uncle's like, stay right there. She said, 15 minutes later. 15 minutes later, something like that, whatever, a car of goons showed up on, on down on in the Lower East Side, and they were like, are you Linda? And she said, yeah, and that's the guy. And then she said, she said, Tara, I felt so bad. They beat him with bats in the street. And I was like, holy shit. Why can't I have a carload of goons? You know what I mean? <laughs> Coming around east side, west side, uptown, downtown. You know what I mean? That goon, that goon car would be busy. But anyway, that's a true story. I was like, holy shit. But then she said now when she went down to the Lower East Side, it was like, good evening, miss. Good. Uh, can I get you anything? So there was no robbing her after that. Damn it. She, they robbed the wrong person. All right. Anyway, what else? I wanted to talk about the doltard. Isn't it funny? So we have an international embarrassment, a disgrace. A disgrace to human DNA, really. He's not just a disgrace to humanity. He's a disgrace to America. He's a disgrace to any... to walking upright. He's a disgrace to animals, to air... And there's a whole party of sycophants making sure that that disgrace stays in power. But anyway, he's one of the things. Remember when uh, when Obama? Oh, oh, we're everyone's laughing at us. Who's laughing at us? Why were they laughing at us with Obama? They loved Obama. What are you talking about? They rolled out the red carpet for Obama. He didn't embarrass us. He was something, he was a person we could be proud of. That in this racist ass country, we actually did that. We did that. We put a, someone who's not a white devil into, uh, into the presidency. What that, that is, you know, that's something. I remember when that happened. I was like, wow, I never thought I would see that in my, in my life. I really didn't. But, you know, of course, I have my problems with Obama because he's not he wasn't progressive at all. I mean, maybe a little. He gave us Republican policies. This is why we're enduring this shit of the goddamn Obamacare 
thing that never ends. Oh, my God. Constantly the stress. But, you know, it, it, was, a, it was some progress, but he was not... He's not a he's not a liberal. He wasn't he's he's a Republican. So he really was. He was like a sane Republican, an Eisenhower Republican, giving the Republicans their very policies that they have proposed. But anyway, so nobody was laughing at us except I guess the racists were upset because they hey, that's a that's a why is that black guy in the White House? There's a black man in the White House and the way that they they constantly the racists then they wouldn't even they don't even know they're being racist that's how racist they are you know what i mean like sharing pictures of of the white house lawn with watermelon all over it saying i'm not racist this is just funny and then they always all the time they you they have when they're called out on it they're like oh, but i'm not racist as trump says oh i'm the least racist person I'm not racist. They're always not racist. I'm not racist. No. Meanwhile, why are you sharing a picture of Obama with like a bone through his nose? Oh, it's just funny. I'm just keeping it real. And that's that's what, according to these racist assholes, that's what makes America great. You see what I'm saying? That's the good old days. It's not when we had a top marginal tax rate of 90% where the rich would pay their fair share when, when corporations paid 35% of the tax rate instead of zero, where we had a living wages and retirement and pensions and shit like that. That's not, that's not when America was great. It was when they could share a picture of a black person with a bone through their nose and be like, yuckety, yuckety, yuck. That's high art to them. You know, they don't need all that elite stuff or thinking or looking at themselves, looking at who the hell they really are. So, but, you know, Trump had to, he, he fled NATO like a little baby who realized he, he did adult art in his diapers and he uh, came home because he had to, I guess he'll run right to the arms of, uh, of a Nuremberg rally because he needs that narcissistic supply. That's what it's about. He's a he's a narcissist. He has to he needs people to be like, "Yes, yes, d- dim leader." But he, you know, whatever. He it's he's you don't it's so it's so base. You know what I mean? It's just so like, I don't know, simple, I guess is the word. I you don't have to be a a great philosopher or psychiatrist or have a degree you you just have to look at him for a second and all of his followers and you got to say like wow these people are they they have no dignity they have they are um you know what they really need to be out of the halls of power so they can look at themselves give that they can't be in the in power because they don't they they need so much help. You know what I mean? As human beings, you have to give, get them out of power so they can just take a minute and, you know, look at themselves, look at who the hell they are. Uh, They don't, they have no business being in power. None of them, not at all. So anyway, and they all know it. Everybody knows it, including Kim Jong-un. That's what's so embarrassing too. The a little pipsqueak of a dictator, 
a uh, and a has I mean what am I trying to say has been elevated on the world stage thanks to the manipulations of this doltard. So Twitler, he he was he's constantly reaching out to Kim Jong Un of all the dictators. You know what I'm saying? It's baffling. It's sort of like. Okay, Republicans, I know that you're fascists and you hate democracy and you, you need an authoritarian daddy to save you from the scary, complex world of others who don't know their place. But him? Of all, of all people. You're gonna, that's, that's your guy. Okay, it's the same thing. Of all the dictators, you're going to go to him, Kim Jong-un? Fall in love with Kim Jong-un? And then he's going to reject you? Like... How embarrassing could you imagine? What if Obama did this? Forget about it. What if Obama was holding taxpayer money to get dirt on 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 whatever on John McCain? What do you think Republicans would do? That's how vile they are. They have no. They, there is no low too low. They are completely have their eyes on the prize. And that, that prize is the death of the republic. Do not make a mistake. Remember that. I've been telling you. I've been saying the truth. I've been, I'm like a psychic when it comes to these things. I know the future. Because you all you got to do is look at what the, what you're, what's happening today. But that's really the... I've been saying that for years. And it's, here it is. Republicans hate... They hate democracy. And the, their end game is to turn this country into everything that the founders fought a revolution against. If you, have, if you get sick, you go to the church. If you, I mean, it's a new kind of feudalism. There'll be incredibly, it's like an oligarchy, a corporate oligarchy where you'll, you need to find a lord to serve. It's a, it's a little different. There's not, I mean, maybe it will evolve. That's the other thing. Don't be so sure that things, things don't always last, obviously, and they don't go in one direction. It's not always on an upward trajectory. Time and history is not linear. You can, you can take two steps forward and three steps back. So just because we're a republic, so-called an aspirational republic, doesn't mean that, and, and monarchy is, uh, sort of as not the case in point, but they, they, if we could look into the future, if all over the world you see authoritarian dictators rising, and let's, I've often thought of this too, as much as I appreciate, I do appreciate the queen, even though, I mean, it doesn't sound normal coming from me. I, I, I'm a flaming socialist, of course, but I like, because I watch that show, The Crown, I like that show. So I I appreciate that I I think that show is good, but anyway, they I like history in general. But don't be surprised if in well we won't be here, but in hundred years, two hundred years, if that monarchy in England doesn't have power again, does it? Do, you know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't just because they don't have power, they are this the way that the English government is separated. Does, you know, they're the state, and then you have the the uh, the parliament, right? Um, it doesn't mean that that won't ever come to pass again. And so, just because we don't have an intergenerational aristocracy here, doesn't mean that it's not being developed. That's what do you think the repeal of the estate tax is? You know what I mean? That's 
the first step in the development of an intergenerational aristocracy. So you take everything that Republicans are doing to the to its conclusion, and it's the end of the, the grand experiment in liberal democracy. It's over. It's back to finding a lord to serve. It's back to the feudalism, neo-feudal, uh, intertwined with church and state, all of that. Of course it is. That's why, that's why they want prayer in schools. They want you to be, to rely on, on Jesus, not on a national health care system or government. We are, they always, yeah, and that's why they vilify government. Because when they say they hate government, what they really say, what, what you should hear is that they, uh, is, is, is them saying, I hate democracy. That's what they're saying. Government is the problem. No, honey. Government is what the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. That's, the, that's not the problem, honey. That is the solution to uh, coming together uh, in, a, in a republic to promote the general welfare over the welfare of the corporate neo-feudal intergenerational aristocracy. But that's where it's going. I'm telling you. Think about it. And all over the world, it's going that way. Unless we get it back. So, just because it's going that way doesn't mean that it has to end that way. And, but anyway, I, I, have a, I have real fear that we're going to blow it again. Anyway, but I, what was I going to say? So, yeah, Kim Jong-un. Remember Twitler? Well, I want to play this. So let's go down memory lane a little bit. When Twitler fell in love. I like him. He likes me. I guess that's okay. Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to say that? Oh, I hate when he does that with his stupid Nuremberg rally crowd, Trump cult. He's like, hey, man. Like, he's just like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, hey. I, that's, he, he, he's one of them, right? I don't know. I don't, that's the other thing. How do they... These people, they have, are they that empty? Are they that, like, inadequate that they have to go, that they go to a stadium to be used as a, as narcissistic supply for a sociopath? As a sociopath acts like a, like a moron in front of them and mocks everything decent on earth. I don't understand it. And they're all laughing. Is it okay to say that I love Kim Jong-un? I don't know. What do you think, guys? Is that okay to say that I love that Kim Jong-un? I love some starving people and a dictator who blasts, his, uh, you, it, who blasts a radio in everyone's house that they can't turn off. I love it. I just love it. And if you speak up against that, I love that he... D- takes the entire family into a work camp until they die. <laughs> am I okay? Can I say that? Am I, around, am I allowed to say that, guys? <laughs> Woo, yeah. We've come a long way since you know the term, right? Oh, yeah. Because he was really playing chess with the world there, wasn't he? We all said, oh, my God, he's saying... He's calling Kim Jong-un rocket man like, a, like he's an emotionally stunted toddler with a poopy diaper. But really, 
the it was we the world the normal people of earth that were we just couldn't see his genius we've come a long way but we could have been in something now i'm not saying what's going to happen who knows we're going to have another meeting i know that's the beginning of romance it's always you never know who how who knows where we're going to go will it be forever or for now very promising though i love the the butterflies the the long walks the talks the candlelight dinners horseback riding across the concentration camps delightful chairman kim would like to have another meeting we'll have a meeting chairman kim would like to have another meeting of course that's bullshit i love the way he projects you know chairman kim he wants he called me up the other day he was like honey what are you are you watching this are you watching this america's got talent it's it's killing it this this oh did you see uh what's his face scotty uh, sean spicer i voted i did that vote i voted a hundred times for him i i mean he can't dance he looks like an idiot he's he's really just walking and pointing but we got to own those libs chairman kim said the other day on a good network i had one of the yankers say why has president trump given up so oh much? my god oh my up- god one of the good networks look at that face that fucking face don't you want to knock it off i just want to knock that face off its perch uh, why trump given up so much I didn't give up anything. And that's his imitation of everyone, right? Everybody, President Trump. And, well, we have that imitation when he's he's supposed to be the media. President Trump says, why are you giving up? And then you have the, sir, sir, sir. The one where everybody calls him sir. <laughs> We're supposed to fucking believe that, too. Sir. Um, I'm not sure if you should push that fucking red button, sir. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll just do it. Because I'll be owning the libs that way. And everyone, yeah, you show them, Twitler. Really? I didn't give up anything. What did I give up? You gave up the dignity of the United States, and you also elevated an autocrat in... In his own propaganda game, you stupid, little, manipulatable, greed-centered grifter. That's what you gave up. I gave up nothing. Why have I given up? The only thing I gave up was I agreed to meet. I agreed to meet. Of course he agreed to meet. That he's been salivating for that kind of legitimacy since the they put the since the demilitarized zone was created since the fucking Korean War. It's a lot, right? Played by a played by an order played by a by a dictator played by Kim Jong Un, a little tiny pudgy little panda looking creep. Played by him. Played. By everyone. I gave up nothing. They're just fakers. They don't know what to do. Just It's fakers. driving them crazy. They're loco. Don't know it's what driving- to do. Look at that face. Do. Don't know what to do. No, we don't. We. I mean, it's called impeachment. That's what you're supposed to do, but we're doing it. Not that 
it matters. Republicans won't vote for impeachment because they have no integrity. They're they're the enemies that the founders warned us about, and that's why we take an oath when you when you put the uniform on or when you serve this country in their its various forms. You take an oath to you know uh, what do you call it to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Yeah, it looks like a cat's anus, as Hi-Fi Guy says on the, on the chat. It's driving them crazy. They're loco. It's driving them crazy. No offense to cat's anuses, okay? Because cat's anuses have a purpose. Twitler's lie hole has no purpose. It just sucks in air greedily and breathes out lies. We gave Look at them. So Why are you applauding? So Why are they applauding his being manipulated by a con, by a, by a, not a con man, yeah, another, an autocrat, a little tiny dictator? Why are you applauding a, a dictator of a country that has no electricity? If you look at the Earth and... They, if you've seen the pictures of satellite photos from Earth, from I mean, from a satellite of North Korea, and all of the continents, every every other continent is is uh, being illuminated except for North Korea. It's completely in the dark because they have no freaking electricity. That's that's the the great country that you're allowing this country to genuflect to. Yes, I know, Junior. Tara Junior, Junior. It's driving them crazy. They're loco. <laughs> it's driving them crazy. We gave up so much. We're, so, we're loco, honey. We're not loco. We voted. We didn't vote for a dictator envying con man. How are we loco? Though the, the dumb bastards behind you are loco. Look at that. It's a, I mean, you got to wear sunglasses. It's like white people. Where is their random... Black person. They always put a random black person in the background. And what is there? There's a child there? That's child abuse. We are doing great. We are? Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, though, right? Don't worry about it. I got it all under control. I cannot wait for... It it will happen. When we get to... When all of those phone calls that this piece of shit put in in the secret servers that this scumbag... That where he tried to hide his message, his his grifting with, or his strong arming Ukraine with taxpayer money. That there are other phone calls in there. Tara Jr. Oh boy, he's he's putting his paws on the keyboard. Ugh. But there are other phone calls in that secret server where they they hiding shit from the American people. They're putting it there where the top secret calls and whatever they have to go in there, they're classified top secret, where they have national security implications. The the phone calls that Twitler there are that Twitler put that tried to put that phone call with the Ukrainian president, that's one of the reasons the whistleblower came forward because he's he was abusing that system. And we know that there are other phone calls in there that don't belong in there. Like his phone call with with Erdogan, the Turkey so-called prime minister or president, and there are phone calls with Mohammed bin Bonsa in there. So, Lord knows what the hell is in there. 
What is he promising? And the phone calls with Putin, the, the where we couldn't get the transcript, where he confiscated the transcript, the translations of the transcript. This is a scumbag, self-dealing, uh, and using the our taxpayer dollars and the American, the entire American experiment is on the table for this scumbag. Big problem. And you know the interesting. When I did it, and I was really being tough, and so was he. He's being, going, no, honey, you weren't being tough. You were being we a child, you know, like Barron. Like Barron Trump is a child. You were being worse than a, when a, than a child. That was a big, big problem. And you know the interesting, when I did it, and I okay. was really being tough, and so no, was he. I was really, we and so was and he. Forth. We would go back and forth. You know, and in and out and in and out and in and out, up and down, around. Mm, mm, mm. And then we fell in love, okay? <laughs> no, really. He wrote me beautiful letters, and they're great letters. Oh, my God. We fell in love. Why but are those people applauding? That's what is so disturbing. You know what I mean? Those are your fellow Americans there, human beings, normal people. Those, those people, they are the, the ones who voted for this idiot. They're, they're the reason why we have to endure this. Not just endure a moron. Let's say he was a moron and he was doing a decent job. We got a moron who's, who's stomping around Earth like a baby with a poopy diaper, destroying things, pulling us out of the solutions, creating problems and havoc and chaos. Wherever he goes, as long as he can build a tacky hotel somewhere or funnel more money into his pockets somehow, using our military, making our military land their planes close to his shitty, tacky, gilded, gold-plated, whatever, his uh, zar zarconia, <laughs> what is fake gold, I don't know, hotels, his shitholes, his bedbug infested hotels. You know what? Now they'll make they'll say, oh, infested. Donald Trump said they fell in love. How horrible. How yeah, horrible it is, is horrible. That? So unpresidential. Yeah, bitch. So unpresidential because you suck. You're not a president. You're the so-called president. You receive fewer votes. Whatever. Oh, we, they, we want to overturn. They want to overturn the a democratic election no we would like a democratic election to break out that would be nice when if someone who actually receives the most votes wouldn't that be great that that person won for fuck's sake let me see hold on kim jong cuz i just saw something else about kim jong un all the he he don't he's doing you wrong trump twitler kim jong un he's oh hell no he he's playing you player he's a scrub you don't want no scrubs bam, bam. trump oh girl you always go there you put out you you love you love too quickly trump but he's done you wrong because that scrub, that Kim Jong-un, he is threatening now to resume calling him a doltard. So this is from the AP. 
North Korea threatened Thursday to resume insults of the U.S. President Donald Trump and consider him a dotard if he keeps using provocative language, such as referring to its leader as Rocket Man. Cho Sung-hoo, I don't know why I can pronounce that name, but whatever, the first vice foreign minister issued a warning via state media days after Trump spoke of possible military action towards North Korea and revived his old Rocket Man nickname for the North Korean ruler. <gasps> oh, my God. I thought sticks and stones over here, right? We got, I'm going to call you dotard. You called me Rocket Man, and now I'm going... They have to put out a press release for that? The comments came as, prox- as prospects dim for a resumption of nuclear diplomacy between the two countries. Who cares? Because it was always going to be dim, and uh, because we got a dim, we got dim leader over here. We got the the dumb Führer, the Republican dumb Führer. So, let me see. Hold on a second here, because I just saw be right before I started the show, something came out, Kim Kim Kim, that there's some. Uh, of course, he's. What do you call it? Oh, yeah, here it is. New satellite activity. Okay, new satellite image shows activity at previously dismantled North Korean test site. I mean, there you go. He's He was being played all along. The Twitler and the these filthy fascists who are unfit to lead a drunken conga line, much less a modern nation... They have absolutely no business being in, in, in the halls of power. They should be delivering. They should be on a DoorDash app. They should be the delivery. Not, no offense, you know. But that's, that's as close as they should get to the halls of power, delivering food to those who are capable of functioning and making emotionally mature, mature decisions. So according to CNN, here we go. A new satellite image obtained by CNN indicates North Korea might be preparing to resume testing engines used to power satellite launches and intercontinental ballistic missiles. At a site President Donald Trump previously claimed was dismantled. Well, he's a fucking liar anyway. So what is he? He, he claims a lot of shit. He claimed that Trump University would make you a great businessman like him. <laughs> and he's not even a great businessman. Great business. He's not even a businessman. He's a grifter. That's, he's not a businessman. Creating fake invoices to siphon money out of your daddy's trust fund tax-free does not a businessman make. That just means you're a crook. The commercial satellite imagery, which was captured on Thursday by Planet Labs, shows new satellite activity, I mean, new activity at Shohei Satellite Launching Station and the presence of a large shipping container at the facility's engine test stand. The shipping container was not seen at the site before. Well, of course, they're making missiles. And I think that's what there was... Because now there was these propaganda photos of this big, fat, this chubby little dictator walk, uh, riding around on a white horse. So, and there's some kind of announcement. He's going to make an announcement. So, what... We think, not me, I mean, what the, what has been said is that they think that he's going to announce that that North Korea is now a nuclear, has nuclear capabilities. Yeah. 
Exactly, Terry, on the on the chat. That poor horse. Really? I mean, come on. Have some mercy. Yeah. All right. What else did I want to write? I mean, say. The other thing I want, before we go, I'm looking at the time. I'm glad we got a chance to hang out tonight. Get all that off my chest and feel, I feel better now. I do. I was feeling a little depressed earlier, and I was saying to myself, "I gotta get on the, I gotta get on the podcast. I gotta see my peeps." Yes, I know. And Tara Junior Junior, look at him. Get up there and say something. Hello, Junior. <laughs> How come he doesn't talk when I want him to? How come? How come he never talks? You're always talking, Tara Jr. Jr. And when I want you to talk, you never talk. When I when Tara Jr. Jr. was a kitten, I was he was very he's a very talkative cat. Not all cats are like that. Francis is silent. He's like he's just strong silent type. But this one here never shuts up. But so when he was little, I was trying to train him. I'd be like, "Mama, say mama." Because I would get it, I wanted to get it on video. I figured if well, I said all we need is one mama, just one mama, honey, and we're in the clear. We are set for life. Just say mama one time, baby, one one time, mama. He never did it, but I figured you put it on YouTube. I'll get a million views, and then we'll get that. I don't know. We'll get a ching ching. We'll get some cha ching money. <laughs> just say mama. But anyway, all right, so today, I just, one last thing, the, what happened? So, that filthy, these filthy fascist freaks in the right-wing media, James Rosen, he's on, he's, I, I gotta look him up for a second, but he, I don't know if you saw that, Nancy Pelosi, it's been all over the media, was asked, why do you hate Trump? Do you, no, do you hate Trump? And Nancy Pelosi stopped in her tracks and put this this little fascist in his place. Do you hate the president, Madam Speaker? Do you hate the president? I don't, I don't hate anybody. Representative Collins, the reason I ask. The reason I ask. I did not accuse you. I asked a question. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. Are you serious? I think it's an important point. Simply because you don't like the guy? What's to like? Oh, you like all those judges. You like how they're dismantling democracy. You like that they put unqualified judges. They put. They just... They just uh, confirmed another one yesterday, or was it today? Let me see. Unqualified judge confirmed. Hold on, hold on. Yes, another one. Trump nominee who is anti-IVF and surrogacy was deemed unqualified. She was just confirmed. Another one. Uh, she's a woman. I guess one woman they put up there, but it's unqualified. Everyone else that they're putting on the bench, the majority, it's off the chart. It's all these white, old white crackers. The latest of President Trump's, ugh, I hate saying that, Twitlers, confirmed judges, has been assailed by fellow lawyers for her lack of trial experience, just like Judge, like Kavanaugh. 
never tried a case. Just a just a loyalist, a flunky. And lambasted by reproductive rights advocates for her vigorous opposition to abortion, surrogacy, and in vitro fertilization. In a near party line vote Tuesday, the Senate approved the nomination of Sarah Pitlek, making the conservative lawyer the newest federal judge for U.S. District Court in St. Louis. Susan Collins joined the Democrats. Fuck you, Susan Collins. A little too late, bitch. She's, uh, you already got your Kavanaugh on there. Your drunken frat boy who likes beer and groping women and showing his little, his little penis to everyone. What's, what's wrong with these fucking Republicans? You know what I mean? It reminds me when my, when my nephew was little, I mean, he's a grown man now, now. Yeah. When, when I was little, he came out of the bathroom. He was like, look at my, look what I got. You know, he was two or three or something. I mean, what's wrong with a, a grown man? Look at me. Look at my penis. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. These emotionally stunted toddlers. They don't grow up. Pitlicks. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce Confirmation is a victory for Trump and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, this turtle-looking motherfucker who needs to... Step off this moral coil and give us all a break. I mean, literal. I mean, figuratively, metaphorically. He needs to retire. Who have sought a dramatic and deeply consequential reshaping of the federal judiciary, just like every any Nazi, like in the Nazi playbook. That's what Nazis did, and we've discussed that before. That's how you. That's how you take over a country and destroy a republic. You. Pack the judiciary with, with flunkies. With that's all. They don't need to have a law degree. Even they just need to be a Nazi. And when it's it's nullification, when something happens, it gets to the court, and you make sure that it's all uh, democracy loses and people lose. Corporations, fascists, Trumpanzies win every time. Corruption wins. Legitimize it take over the courts and you will take over the country just like the Nazis did. They did everything legally. The new appointment has been, has been seen as yet another mark of influence at the, of the federal society, federalist society, a conservative nonprofit organization. Please give me a break. Conservative fascist fucking fascist. Get it right. Pitlick is also the latest of Trump's nominees to receive a not-qualified rating from the American Bar Association, which has long reviewed the competence of nominees for the federal bench. In a September 24th letter to lawmakers, William Hubbard, chair of the ABA Standing Committee on the Federal Judiciary, wrote that Pitlick's, Pitlick's experience to date has a very substantial gap Namely, the absence of any trial or even litigation experience. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke. And that's how, like I said, how you know, once again, Republicans hate America. Because if you love America, you don't put unqualified sycophants into positions that actually matter. You know what I mean? You, if you love something, you cultivate it with love, not with disdain and disgust. And it, with, the, with an eye on dismantling it. Because that's what they're doing. Miss Pitlick has never tried a case or led as, or, or, as a lead or a co-counsel, whether sim- civil or criminal. 
She has never examined a witness, though Miss Pitlick has argued one case in a court of appeals. She has never taken a deposition. Are you kidding me? Isn't that, wouldn't that be like the basic qualifications of being a judge is that you know what the fuck you're doing? She has not argued any motion in a state or federal trial. She has never picked a jury. She's never participated in any stage of a criminal matter. But now she's going to sit on a court and in judgment of us, we the people. She's going to judge us and affect lives, send people to jail, you know, or get people off scot-free. That's the point. Someone comes in front of you, that's what the Nazis did. If it was a communist, put them in jail. If it was a Nazi, oh well, case dismissed. That's how it works. Her experience does, however, indicate, include, I mean, clerking for now Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. That's all you got to do is be a sickle fan. Be a suck-up. Like, like uh, it doesn't matter what you are. Uh, like, what's his name? Stephen Miller. We got a friggin' Nazi. We got a Nazi Jew, someone who hates himself, uh, being a senior advisor to the filthy fascist twitler doltard Kim Jong-un reject. I mean, when you're a reject of Kim Jong-un, you got to look at yourself. And he's not being rejected from Kim Jong-un because he's standing up to him. He's being rejected because he's like, love, please, please love me. Give me some win. Give me a win. Meanwhile, he's loading up and uh, ready aim fire right here at the United States. I wouldn't be surprised. That's, that'll be Trump's love letter, his kiss goodbye to the United States. will be a, an actual nuclear weapon going off here. We, I mean, really. I hope I'm not psychic in that sense. But here's this son of a bitch. What's his name? Let me, what's his name? James Rosen. Oh, no, he's, a, he's a Trump NZ. That's what it is. Because they can't help themselves. James, he's a, do you hate the president? Do you hate... That's why we're impeaching him? No, it has nothing to do with him being a grifter who's using taxpayer money to strong-arm a foreign leader, a democratic leader, that we're tr- that's trying to protect its democracy from an autocrat uh, by not using our money to get dirt for his personal fucking re-election. I mean, but no, you hate... Do you hate the president? You know what? Um, if she was obviously she does she what she said. I'll just keep playing. Hold on. When it comes to helping uh, our our kids who are afraid. Of Wait, our- hold on. I, let me just. I I went forward a little too much. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I think it's an important I point. I think the president is a coward when it yep. comes to helping uh, yep. our our kids who are afraid of gun violence. I think he is cruel when he doesn't deal with helping our dreamers, of which we're very proud. I think he's in denial about the the, uh, climate crisis. However, that's about the election. This is about the election. Take it up in the election. 
This is about the Constitution of the United States and the facts that lead to the President's violation of his oath of office. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate mm -hmm. anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't That's mess one of you. with me that makes one when of it us. comes to words <laughs> like that. Good for you, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, that's how you handle a little fascist piss pipsqueak like James Rosen. You have to confront these freaks. You have to call them to the carpet. So, of course, after she's, I mean, I'm, I, Nancy Pelosi, whatever. The, her whole, we got to be prayerful, good for you. Prayerful. I'm not prayerful. I pray this mother effer leaves with, when I, while I still have enough strength to clean up, help clean up the mess he created on earth. You know what I mean? Uh, or I pray that this scumbag and all of his sycophants get the F out of this country. Finally. I pray that they take Tennessee and build a wall around themselves. That's what I pray. And they get, get the hell in. But you know what? Um, this James Rosen. So here's uh, right after this happened. Good. But I, I mean, like I'm saying, good. That's how you you cannot let these little fascist freaks get away with themselves. That's why when you encounter a, a fascist at the local Apple store, wherever the hell, you say, "Hey, you're a fascist freak." There is something to be said about public shaming. If I see Twitter walking around New York, you better believe it. Uh, just like when when the um, when the UN was in town and Erdogan came riding through down the, everybody of course all the streets they had to close Erdogan and all of his strong men and all you know they're all hanging out the doors of their SUVs I me and uh, you know a couple of other people fuck you that's what when he went by fuck you that's what you that's how you you give them the warm welcome so that's the same that, I mean they have to have that feedback where you're, this is, uh, you can't walk around like a fascist freak and, and, and go out and be like, oh, um, may I help you, sir? Uh, you know, like, no, no. Th this is, um, we're in this together. What kind of a country do you want? Oh, we should be able to allow them to go out to eat. No. Let them go eat. Go eat at a Trump rally. Go eat there if you want. These are people that are ripping babies from, from cages. I mean, and ripping babies from their mothers and putting them in cages. These are fascists that are using taxpayer money to destroy this country, ultimately. That are wiping their asses with the Constitution. And the best he's got is, do you hate the president? That's why, that's why we're, we're impeaching the scumbag? It's not that he's using taxpayer money. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg to, for his own political gain that he's abusing his office. I mean, the, the, the Andrew Johnson imp impeachment, the articles of, of impeachment uh, sounds quite f familiar and similar. One of the articles was that he was, uh, I think it was, I can't remember how they put it, but it was that he, he was disparaging the, the representatives the, and denigrating them. That's, it's... It's an abuse of his office, and it's so familiar. L listening to that lecture or that that great courses, it's exactly what Twitter does. Going around, he was suggesting that 
the the progressives in the who were who wanted at, to have reconstruction to heal the to literally to actually heal the divisions and and allow us to have a a diverse country where people aren't enslaved um that they he would he would suggest that they should be lynched and that they were traitors you know what i mean so that is, doesn't that's doesn't that sound familiar? That they were committing treason. This is what Andrew Johnson was saying against the Congress people of his day, and articles of impeachment were drawn up uh, under those uh, because of those particular crimes. But James Rosen of Sinclair Broadcasting suggested this is from Raw Story. David Edwards wrote this article. James Rosen of Sinclair Broadcasting suggested on Thursday that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was lying when she said she does not hate people because of her cath- because her Catholic faith teaches her not to. Rosen, so that's that was his response. She he immediately goes out and says she, that she she he questions her religion. You know what I mean? Like, but we are supposed to believe that Pence is Christian because what he's outraged that a woman made reference to Baron Trump and and not denigrating Baron Trump saying his name Rosen caught the speaker's wrath at her weekly press conference when she when he shouted a question about her hating president Donald Trump Pelosi responded by coming back to the podium and dressing him down she noted that Catholics are taught not to hate. I gather you were watching just now when the speaker... Oh, and this is what he said. Later, the Sinclair reporter showed up at House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's weekly press conference. Of course, because they're all, they stick together, you see? When I say we stick together, we win. We, we, we better remember, they stick together. And there's less of them. So take heart. But... Later, at, uh, later, the Sinclair reporter showed up at House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, another scumbag's weekly press conference. I gather you were watching just now when the speaker, in rather effusive terms, denied that there is any personal animus on her part that is motivating the impeachment drive, Rosen told McCarthy. You probably also heard her invoke her Catholicism. Did you take the do you take the speaker at her word? He continued. Do you believe her? Do you believe she's telling the truth when she says she does not hate the president? And that's what this is about. I'll take the speaker at her word, McCarthy re- replied. But if she paused for a moment, she would have not made that determination. So you don't accept what she said yesterday, Rosen pressed. I think I have a hard time believing her, McCarthy answered. I mean, what a scumbag. So, yeah, it's got to be... So, this is what I was saying earlier. They, they're they projecting again. You see what I'm saying? So, do you take the speaker out of war? Do you believe her? Do you believe she's telling the truth when she says she does not hate the president and that's not what this is about? Because that's what they do. It doesn't matter whether a president is, needs to be impeached. So, it's sort of like anything. They were, af- they were up... Clinton's ass. They knew that because they wanted to impeach him. They it was revenge for Nixon. We impeached Nixon 
and the the Republicans joined on on board because at the time I guess they weren't all com- com- completely corrupt fascists, but it took some time. But they joined in and told the booby to get the fuck out before he was impeached, but because the crimes were undeniable. Anyway, uh, uh, after that, believe me, they wanted to. They were waiting to impeach. They knew it was it was going to be tit for tat. They needed to impeach a Democratic president to even the score. It's sort of like it's the same thing. They 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 do that because that's who they are. They have nothing in reality to boast about or to. They're not really governing. You know what I mean? They are dismantling this government, and they want they need to trick people. It's sort of like how Trump needed to trick idiots to piss in a cup and send it to some sham lab so he can send you sugar pills or maybe lead poisoning from China. You know what I mean? And his Trump network vitamins. It's all a scam. They just got to make you believe. So if it's they they their agenda was to not it's not oh it's not that we're it's it's both sides, you see. It's not that we're corrupt. The Democrats don't do that though. They wouldn't just impeach somebody for the fuck of it. Like these filthy fascists, and it's sort of like right after um, FDR. You before FDR's body was cold, these scumbags were 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 pining for somebody that they can turn into their FDR, and that's what they did with Reagan. It was a complete PR job. What the fuck did Reagan ever do besides? Turn this country into the kiss-up, kick-down, trickle-down nightmare we're currently living on. In so you know what I mean? It's that, but they're they were pining from the day one. Oh, is this the guy? It's like um, it's like that Brady Bunch episode. Johnny Bravo. He fits the suit. Okay. Oh yeah, we can turn this idiot into our our FDR. And as you see, they did some kind of. You know, uh, they did some kind of what do you call it? Some survey. Who's your favorite president? Is, is Trump the best president or the 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 greatest president? And it was these idiots believe that Trump is a better president than than Abraham Lincoln and uh, I think um, and Reagan. I don't know. Reagan is uh, he's not as good as Reagan or something like that. I don't know, but it's ridiculous. That but. Anyway, all right, it's time. It's time to wrap up. I'm very, I see people are leaving the chat. And I'm tired too. Thank you guys. You guys are, see, we do everything together. (laughs) I see that you guys are going to, you're getting tired. You're going to bed. It's time for bed. We got to get up in the morning. We're the ones, because we make this world go around. We make the, we make the engines run in this in this serfs and lords, the United States of serfs and lords. So we have to get to bed. I got to get to bed. And uh, I appreciate everyone for getting together, hanging out. I want to say thank you, Jim. I see right now, I see the super chat, Jim. Always with the super chats, that means a lot. It makes all the difference. And if anybody else can do the super chat any uh, anytime, doesn't you don't have to do it right now whatever i'm just saying that's a that is available as well so please become a patron become a tarabuster supporter 
Maybe one day I will get back on Twitter. I don't know what the hell is happening. If you have any pull at Twitter, tell them, I need my goddamn account. Why does Richard Spencer have a, have an account? Why does David Duke have an account? And I don't have an account? Are you serious? They, I'm locked out? And they keep saying, good news. You can restore your account. Just verify your address using this email that never arrives. So, and also, I changed the email, and I asked for a text. All these things, none of it, none of it ever arrived. Oh, brother. Yes, like and share their feeds. Thank you, Jim. And also, subscribe. Tell your friends. Subscribe. Hit like. Hit the uh, notification bell. And I'll see you guys on Saturday. We will. There will be more things happening. Stay positive. I'm saying that as much for myself as for you. And we will meet again in a very short period of time. So get some sleep, eat right, and exercise. We need us all to be ready for for the fight <laughs> and for the rebuilding too. We can't all, we got to be, I mean, I guess we'll be re-energized at that point, even though it's a daunting task. All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is Tara Jr. Jr. Francis is around, but he's probably in the other room. My name is Tara Devlin. Like I said, I will see you on Saturday here, 6 p.m. Eastern, at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Um, Have a great night. I will see you very soon.